0: Listening to PetLifeRadio.com.
1: Hello, and welcome to Six Figure Dog Business. This is your host Ty Brown of SixFigureDogBusiness.com. Now, this is the show where we teach you how to start or grow your dog or pet-related business to a healthy six-figure-per-year profit. Now, I'm excited for today's show because it's going to be a two-parter. In doing the background for this show, there was just so much information that I realized that there wasn't any way I was going to fit it into one single show. And so today, we're going to be dealing with how to advertise correctly. Sounds like a basic show, but it's anything but. So stick with us, and we'll be right back.
0: it stay we'll be right back after a short pause petco where the pets go petco Let's go. Pet Life Radio has tail wagging, fur flying, fabulous deals for our listeners from Petco. Get $6 off your order of $60 or more and up to 40% off the entire Petco site. That's right. But that's not all. Because you're a Pet Life Radio listener, you'll also get free shipping on your order of $49 or more. $6 six dollars off up to 40 percent off and free shipping from pet life radio and petco to get these awesome deals go to petcodeals.com that's petcodeals.com petco where the pets go.
1: I don't make any decisions about who to hire without going to Angie's List first.
0: You'll find reviews on home repair to healthcare, written by people just like you. With Angie's List, I know who to call and I know the results will be fantastic. Angie's List, who you can trust. Go to Angie'sList.com forward slash best and get 25% off any subscription. That's Angie'sList.com forward slash best, B-E-S-T. the inside scoop at Working Like Dogs on PetLifeRadio.com Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com
1: Okay, so as I mentioned, I'm super excited today. This is a continuation of the different shows that we've been doing over these past couple months on how to transform your business in this new year. Now, so far we've worked on developing your USP, database marketing, joint ventures. Now, if what I'm saying, you have no idea what I'm talking about, if you haven't listened to those shows, I highly recommend you stop this show and go back and listen to those previous shows Simply because I referenced them in today's episode and so uh, you're going to be a little bit lost if you haven't already heard those shows and so head back and listen to those. But like I say, I'm excited for today's show because I, I realized in this past week or two just how important this topic is to business owners like yourself. Now, the way I realize that is I'm a member of a number of groups on LinkedIn. Now, if you don't know LinkedIn.com, it's an online place. It's kind of like a professional Facebook is sometimes how it's built, um, where you know, there's social networking components. In any case, I'm a member of a number of different groups on there for pet business owners and uh, just a bunch of different groups. Now, a topic came up that got a lot of attention on one of these groups that I'm a member of. And that topic was something to the effect of, hey, you other business owners out there, what advertising do you do? Do you know if it's effective? I mean, what's out there? What are you guys doing that's working? Now, as I started reading the responses and, and contributing a little bit to the conversation, I realized that just about nobody had any clue on how to advertise. And I don't mean that in an offensive way, but nobody was, was well-versed in how to advertise. No one had any system for tracking how effective their advertising was. And no one had any processes for creating the correct advertising pieces. And so here, this was a conversation being had by dozens and dozens of business owners and really none of them you know all of them in the same space that we're in you know dog training dog walking pet sitting you know that type of thing and not one of them really knew much about advertising Now, I don't think that that is just our business. I think if you go to any industry, if you go to the plumbing industry, if you go to doctors, I mean, you go to any industry, you'll probably find that there are very few practitioners that really know how to do effective advertising. But it's something that I've studied a lot of, and it's something that I hope that today kind of kickstarts you into studying a lot more of, because it's my belief that advertising is, when it's done right... It's kind of a way to print money. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, let's say if you have an advertisement, and it works, and it works well, well, why don't you run it some more and some more? And every time you run it, it gets you the same results, and you keep getting good results from that ad, and you keep making money. And any time you feel, oh, boy, you know we could use some more revenue this month, hey, go run that ad. Because if you've got the right processes down, you can just run that ad, you can run it in the next city over, you can run it, you know, depending on what your business is, you can just run it more. Basically, it's a license to print money when it's done right. And so, like I say, uh, I realized that so many business owners didn't know how to do it, and so that sparked this show. Now, it also happens to coincide with this entire series that I'm doing where I'm taking you through the process that I use with my clients when we are you know when we're doing a business transformation in other words when we're when I consult with businesses there's a you know there's a formula A to B to C to D there's a formula that I take business owners through you know that takes them from where they are from where they want to be and this just happens to be the next step and it happens to be the same time that uh, that this conversation came up on LinkedIn so my hope for you is that when you're done with these episodes that you'll be able to craft the perfect ad and get it into the right hands of the people who need to see it so i want to encourage you take some notes listen close take some notes and figure out how to take your business to the next level okay so i want to talk about advertising the right way now you may have never thought about this but when you're advertising there's really only two reasons you know there's two main goals i guess you could say for any advertising campaign and you might say well hey how do I know that because I don't know what your business is well this is just the truth this is there's two main goals number 1 is market penetration Now, what market penetration is, it's not increasing the size of the market. It's simply using your USP to take customers away from your competitors. Now, I don't want to sound like a big meanie, but folks, that's what we're in the business of doing. We're in the business of being better than our competitors so we can take business away from them and put money into our own pockets. And so we're not talking about creating a bigger pie here. We're just talking about giving a smaller slice to your competitor and getting a bigger slice for yourself. So that's one goal. Of advertising is market penetration. So, for example, you know, when we run ad campaigns, you know, we're a dog training company, and this company that I've been referencing in this series is a dog grooming company. But when we run advertisements, we're trying to take business, you know, some of our ad campaigns are designed around taking business away from our competitors. Now, I'm sure they're nice people, you know, I'm sure that they love their kids, and I'm sure they pay their taxes, and I'm sure they do good things, but I feel like we're better you know uh, we're better and so we should have more of their clients and again if that sounds harsh or cruel I'm sorry but that's just the reality of business and that's the beauty of business, in my opinion, that if you're better, you're going to get paid better. If you're worse, you're going to get paid worse. So in any case, that's one goal of advertising is market penetration. Now, another goal is simply market development. And what that is is bringing new people into the market, whatever your industry or whatever your market is. And so in the case of us as dog trainers, you know, that's there's a large segment of the population. In fact, today, I just, you know, I just spoke with a woman who said, and we just found out that there's people that help other people people with getting their dogs house trained and so you know a big part of our job is to educate dog owners on the you know the the idea that you should be training your dogs on the idea that you know you should be Making your dogs happier through training and education and things like that. And so we're trying to increase the pie and we're trying to take, you know, some of the slices away from some of our competitors. Now it's important to understand this because the ad campaigns that you run should focus not on both, but should focus on one or the other. Are you trying to show why you're better than your competitors? Or are you just trying to educate, you know, a potential customer base on why they need your service? And so once you can, you know, you really want to understand your strategy because it's going to help you craft your message more appropriately. And so let's talk a little bit about your creative strategy. For any ad campaign you're going to be running, any advertising you're going to be buying, getting for free, or whatever, you need to keep in mind three main things. You know, the reach, the frequency, and the message. So let me talk first about reach. Are you reaching the right people with your advertising? It might sound like a silly question. Well, uh, you know, because people are like, "Well, of course." Or my, people might say, "Well, how the heck do I do that?" What you need to do is, you need it if you have cheap advertising. Let's say an ad person comes to you and says, "Hey, I want to sell you advertising in my magazine." Okay, what's your at- magazine? My magazine is about plane enthusiasts, people that like airplanes. Well, I have a dog training company or a dog grooming company or whatever. I don't think that's the right demographic that I'm looking to get. Or, you know, what if an ad exec comes to you and says, hey, I want to sell you some advertising in my, in my newspaper. Okay, what's your newspaper? Oh, uh, well, it's, uh, you know, it's this uh, thrifty deals newspaper. You know, people that are looking for the cheap, uh, cheapest products out there. And that might not be so good if you've got a premium service and a quality service to where you're not trying to compete on price. And so even if something, even if the advertising is super cheap, it doesn't help you if it doesn't reach the people that you want to reach. You know, for example, I see all the times people, you know, talking about, oh, maybe I should get a bus bench. You know, bus bench is probably cheap, to be honest, I've never even looked into it. But uh, is it going to help you very much? You know, are your customers going to be seeing that? Are your potential customers? Or, you know, for example, on this forum on LinkedIn, people were talking about, oh, I get t shirts printed and I get pens printed with my name and I get. You know, and I get little doodads with my business name on it. Well, is that actually going to get out to your customers? It might be cheap to get a couple t-shirts printed. And hey, go ahead and do it. But is it really going to be seen as good advertising, you know, to get your t-shirts done? Most likely not. You know, you need to find whatever medium is going to get you in front of the people that you need to be in front of. Now, generally speaking, the more detailed you can get about who your demographic is, the more expensive it is to reach them. And so if you know, for example, well, I want to be targeting my advertising towards families that are professionals, that have college degrees, that have incomes in this area, that live in this area, that drive this type of car, you can find that and you can advertise to those types of people. But the more specific you get, the more expensive it's going to be, typically. Now, that doesn't mean to say don't do it because typically, the more customized your message is for Uh, your audience, the higher the conversion rate. You know, there's a term that I use quite often that uh, on one thing you want to avoid, and that's spray and pray. You know, a lot of people with their advertising, they have a spray and pray strategy where they're just trying to blast their message out there to as many people as possible, and they hope it hits the right people this is a bad strategy. Spray and Pray might be somewhat cheap. It dilutes your brand and it does you very little. It does very little to help further your cause because, you know, for example, we've decided never to advertise in the thrifty newspapers. They're great. You know, sometimes I pick them up. They're fine, you know, uh, for what they are. But for the most part, our customers aren't reading them. And for the most part, if they were reading them, they wouldn't trust, you know, a dog trainer. They might trust getting a guinea pig out of there, or they might trust something else, but they're not going to trust dog training out of a thrifty newspaper. So even though the thrifty newspaper guy might say, hey, we're going to get you into 100,000 homes and it's only going to cost you $200. Now, I really don't know what the numbers are, but I'm just throwing out numbers there. And it's only going to cost you $200. Well, is that $200 well spent? More than likely it's not because that 100,000 is just sprayed out there. And I'm praying that some of my prospects are going to see it when in reality the chances are that's not going to happen. And so try to, whenever possible, avoid a spray and pray strategy and go for more targeted demographic strategy. Next thing I want to talk about is frequency. Do you hit your market frequently enough with your message? Now, let me qualify this. Don't listen to what ad salesmen say. Ad salesmen who call you, and I get called by ad salesmen probably once or twice a week, so I know their pitch pretty well. They're going to tell you that someone needs to see your ad three times, five times, seven times, nine times, you know, pick a number. You know, they're going to need to see your ad that many times before you, they buy. And, of course, they're saying this so that you get into longer-term contracts and you buy more advertising. Now, if your message is right, it should be converting people into customers every time. Now, are there some customers that are going to need to see it a few times? Absolutely. That's just the reality. But at the same time, your ads should be designed to have people picking up the phone, getting on your website, whatever it is, you know, whatever your call to action is, designed to do that, so that you can be gathering leads and making sales right away. Not waiting seven times down the road for someone to have seen it a bunch of times. But having said that, I want you to you know, think in terms of how often you should be reaching your market with your advertising. Now I don't have a formula that says you should communicate with your prospects once a week, once a month, once a year. You know, that you should do this advertising with this frequency. I don't know of any formula like that. All I know of is testing. You know, you should find out by testing. You know, if something's working, try to do a little bit more. Now, if you do it more and you're not getting the same results, maybe back off a little bit. But the reality, like I say, is testing. Now, reach and frequency are incredibly important. But I mentioned three things, and the third thing that I mentioned is message. Message is probably the most important aspect that I need to talk about when you're thinking about ads. And so stay right with us. I'm going to take a quick break. When we come back, I'm going to work with you and tell you and teach you how to understand this most critical piece of the puzzle. Sit.
0: Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Go to PetLifeRadio.com slash PetSmart and save up to 30% on toys, collars, leashes, PetSmart gift cards, treats, and more. Go to PetLifeRadio.com slash PetSmart today. Dyson. The new Dyson Animal Vacs are powerful bagless upright vacuums for homes with pets. Air muscle and radio root cyclone technology generates the strongest suction power to powerfully remove dust, dirt and pet hair from the home or car. To order your Dyson Animal Vac go to PetLifeRadio.com forward slash Dyson. PetLifeRadio.com forward slash Dyson. To order your Dyson Animal Vac today. Dyson. Music to your ears. Join us here on Pet Life Radio on a super smiley adventure. Good boy. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com
1: Okay, we're back and we were talking about you know, crafting our ads, and we're talking about reach, we're talking about frequency, and now I wanted to talk to you about message. And like I mentioned before, this is the most critical piece of the puzzle. Your message has to be right, and most people do this part oh so wrong. (laughs) Most people really screw up the message, you know, when they're trying to create their ad. So let me go through some critical elements. Now, if you haven't been taking notes, this is a part where I definitely want you to go grab a pen and take some notes because I'm going to give you a formula for certain aspects that you need if you're going to have a successful ad. Number one is a headline. Now, this is where most people screw it up, right out of the gate. The headline they create is something that's self-serving rather than eye-catching. You know, they should be serving their customers, but they're only serving themselves. Think about it. What are the main headlines you see? When you look at most ads, what's the headline you most often see? Number one, you'll often see like the business name. You know, the headline is, you know, Acme Dog Training or ABC Dog Walking. Your prospects don't care about the name of your business. They care about what your business can do for them. So the last thing your headline should be is your business name. Or, you know, the headline is just a a basic description of what they do. Maybe it's simply dog training or dog grooming or, or some other facsimile of that or like best dog training or best dog grooming or, or Utah dog training or whatever. But it's not, you know, it's nothing eye-catching or, or interesting or exciting about it. So let me just kind of start planting some seeds. And let me, you know, talk a little bit off the top of my head here. You know, how about leading with a headline that your prospects care about? Talk to your prospects in the headline. Don't talk about who you are. Talk about what they need and what they want. I mean, for example, if you're a trainer, you know, a headline like six weeks to fixing all of your dog problems, is that going to catch the eye better than Acme dog training? Now, if you're a dog walker, you know, what's going to communicate an immediate benefit better than a headline like, you know, which one's better? Put an end to your dog's destruction while you're at work, Joe's dog walking service. I mean, one of them communicates a benefit. One of them communicates something that's unique. Your headline needs to communicate the benefit that your customer gets when they work with you. It grabs their attention. Think in terms of them. What defines their needs? What defines the problems that they have? Don't talk about yourself in the headline. Talk about them. After all, you're trying to sell to them. You're not trying to, you know, toot your own horn. You're trying to sell to them. Think about that. Next thing I want to talk about is copy. And when I say copy, what we're referring to is is the text, you know, what goes, into, what goes into the advertising. Now, there's two basic styles of advertising that I typically talk about. One that I call image advertising and one that I call direct response advertising. Now, image advertising, for example, I mean, you can see a Coca Cola ad and there could be no copy at all, and you still know that it's for Coca Cola because they're great at image advertising. You know, because you know their logo, you know their color, you know the shape of their bottle. Same thing can be said for McDonald's, Walmart, you know, a variety of different companies. Now, these companies have billions of dollars to spend on their marketing, and so they can afford to do image advertising. We're small businesses. We can't afford image advertising. We can afford direct response of, hey, you know, this is the benefit that you get. And so what I always recommend to my clients is to have, when you craft ads, the ads should be far more wordy than they should be pictures. It should be far more educational than just a cool picture of a dog or someone walking a dog or training a dog or bathing a dog. This is your chance to educate the consumer. And so copy, in great advertising, there is a simple truth. The more you tell the more you sell. Let me say that again. The more you tell, the more you sell. Now this goes against a lot of conventional wisdom. A lot of ad people out there will say, you know, let's just make something visually creative and stunning. And I like visually creative and stunning as much as the next guy, but that doesn't sell. Your job in your small ad is to communicate as much value, communicate as much difference between you and your competitors, and educate your prospects as much as possible. Now depending on the type of ads you do, this is tough, but your copy is your chance to sell your services. If you're doing ads and the best thing that you're doing is just putting up some really cool graphics and pictures, you're missing the boat here, folks. There's nothing about a cool picture of a dog that says, I need to call this company right now and hire them to do what they do for me, nothing. Now, you know, doing ads like that, you could definitely find people that are already looking for a service like yours, but there's nothing that's going to grab somebody off of the page of a magazine or a newspaper or an ad or a radio spot or whatever about, you know, just some simple cool graphic. You know, and so let's think about the typical ad from a dog trainer or dog groomer. The copy for a dog trainer might read, you know, think of a, a Yellow Pages ad or an ad in a newspaper. It's going to read something like, 10 years experience, work with all breeds, open Monday through Saturday, humane methods, you know, whatever. A groomer's ad might be the same, you know, open these hours, we groom all dogs, lots of experience, blah, blah, blah. Ask yourself, what is different about these ads than their competitors? That ad looks the same as just about any other dog trainer's ad. What makes them stand out? Are they communicating their USP? And again, if you haven't listened to my audio, you know, on my episode on USP, get back there and listen to it. What makes them stand out? Are they communicating their USP? And if they're not, you know, what's the point? When writing copy, you need to think in terms of features versus benefits. Now, what's the difference? A feature is a fact about the business. You know, a benefit is something that adds value to your customer's life. Big difference. Even something as benign as hours of operation, you can do it in the terms of features versus benefits. For example, what if you're a daycare, a dog daycare, and your hours are better than your competitors? You could list them as a feature and say, okay, we're open these hours, blah, blah, blah. Or you could mention something in your ad copy Drop your dog off before work and pick him up after, even if you have crazy hours or something like that. You know, I, you know, I'm just kind of thinking off the top of my head here. But what about dog trainers? You know, myself, in our copy that we write for any of our ads or, or web presence is, you know, we'll often talk about how you, you can walk your dog down the street without a leash, even with kids and other dogs around. We paint this picture for them. Now, that's so much more of a picture and an immediate benefit to a prospect, versus most of our competitors who simply are advertising off-leash obedience. Now, off-leash obedience in an ad, and you can take your dog on a walk down the street without a leash, even with distractions and other dogs, etc. Those communicate, you know, when you think about it, communicate the exact same thing. But one of them is communicating a benefit, you know, of, hey, look what I can do. I've always wanted to walk my dog off of the leash. And one of them is communicating a feature. Off-leash obedience is what we do and so think more in terms of benefit versus feature. Your customers are going to buy for the benefits, and they're going to rationalize based on the features, and so get into the mind of your prospects. Figure out what's going to move them into action and what causes them the biggest benefits, and communicate that to them in their copy. next thing I want to talk about is an offer. Now, this, sometimes I pull my hair out on this one. Because sometimes I see people do this so wrong and I just want to scream. Now, I shouldn't say sometimes. Almost every time. Uh, almost every time I see ads for dog-related stuff in my local magazines or newspapers, it's done so wrong. I can't tell you how many ads that I've seen that don't even have an offer. And so, for starters, that's wrong. They simply list what the business does. You know, many of my competitors advertise in magazines and newspapers. And there's no offer. It's, here's our business, here's our phone number. That's it. Now, do they get people calling them? I'm sure they do because people are actively looking for dog training. But how much better response are they going to get if they give an offer? You know, what can an offer be for your business? It could be a free consult. It could be a discounted price. It could be a two-for-one deal. It could be a free seminar. It could be a variety of things, you know, designed to either capture leads or capture sales or upsell Like I say, most ads, I call them business card ads. Because think of a business card. What's on it? You know, the person's name, their business, their phone number, their fax number, their website, their email. You know, it's just basically contact info. You know, business cards are great. In fact, well, I don't know that they're great. We've actually, as a company, I no longer get business cards. Because what's the point? You know, people don't buy off of business cards. People buy because they see the value of something and they're ready to invest their hard-earned dollars. Very few business cards do that. Now, maybe one day we'll go and we'll we'll do a really killer business card. But for now, like I say, we don't even do business cards anymore. But most ads that I see out there are simply business card ads. It's almost as if they took their business card and just made it fit the page and, uh, and that's their ad. That's a joke, folks, That does nothing. What are you going to offer to your prospects? You know, what is in that ad that you've just paid money for? Remember, this is an investment. What's in that ad that's gonna call them to action and say, hey, I've got to move on this and get this. You know, I really want that. So make sure that you're offering something in your ad. And don't get caught up where I hear a lot of people say well we're a dog training company we offer some, you know we offer puppy training we offer group classes we offer off leash training we offer service dog training you know I need how am I supposed to do an offer because we have so many things Forget about that. I mean, your offer could be a free consult just to talk to them. I mean, your offer could be 10% off. I mean, on any program or whatever the case might be. But don't ever, ever, ever do an ad where there's not an offer. You're just flushing your money down the toilet if that's what you're doing. So I want to finish up here, folks, with today's episode. Now, I've got a lot more in fact I'm only halfway through how to craft the perfect message and not only that I still need to tell you about what are the pros and cons you're gonna wanna listen to this part the pros and cons of the different types of ads out there there's tons of different ads from direct mail to mailers to magazines to newspapers and radio and all that stuff there's tons of ways that you can advertise and so you need to figure out what are the best ones for you what are the pros and cons and most importantly the most importantly how to track the effectiveness again you need to track your roi if you're going to put thousand dollars into advertising you better know how much money is coming out on the other side and i'm going to teach you how to do that so i want you to come back for our next episode because there's going to be so much great info in it now if you have any questions just email me at ty at petliferadio.com or visit my website sixfiguredogbusiness.com i look forward to talking with you soon and come join us next time let's talk pets
0: every week on demand